let's uh it's it is time to bring on a little uh baseball let's see if our boy is ready uh gabe thumbs up if you're good to go there i know you're sipping your drink you're good to go all right let's bring him on booyaka shot there he is Damn, hey, so. cafecito time at 9:38. yeah actually cafecito cafe won't let you that's there right you bro all right see let me ask you is that a um Gus, did you grow? I grew up drinking cafe con leche like at all times of the day. It's and yeah. at night it was like a thing we used to do growing up, like in the house. Like every night we would have cafe con leche, like before going to bed, kind of thing. Yeah, is that is that a weird local thing to me, or was that a? I think that's a very you know not all Hispanics, but a very Hispanic thing. Yeah, yeah. Gabe, is that a? Can you uh, concur or how are you I, on that? I concur. So you you you're you're okay with this? This is a normal thing having the coffee later on in the day. Day, night, morning, evening. I like it. I like it. I'm down with that. I didn't have the what is it? The colada. That that's just like a morning thing, you know. Like you pass that around and stuff like that. But like cafe con leche, hey, anytime at night, it's cool. Yeah, man. By the way, that Win Dixie's my Win Dixie. That's you your Win Dixie too. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's been my Win Dixie. You just I know you, you got dibs. You got you got dibs. But hey, you know what? Meet me there at about eight thirty on Sunday. I'm gonna be there. You know, getting ready for. Getting my total and getting ready for the race. You can come up, come back and watch the the race with me. Uh, so let me ask you: are You uh, have you got any? Have you watched the show on Netflix? No, I haven't actually. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So here's the official. I have a huge backlog of shows, and that and that's been the priority. But I will okay. say, uh, I did. Uh, I am a big fan of one of the races of F1, except he's not an F1 though. Okay. So how are you a fan <laughs> of the races of? Huh? I'm a fan of Ricky Bobby. Does that count as being a fan no. of Ricky? <laughs> no, no, no. You got to say John Ricky Gerard. Ricky John Gerard. Car, bro. Yeah, John Gerard came over from uh, from from F1. He was yeah. he's an all timer. Um, he's phenomenal, dude. You got to clear up your your queue, your movie queue on Netflix, and you got to bump up uh, Drive to Survive. Is that right? Is that what it's called? I don't know what the. I just yeah, thought it's the F1 show. You got to watch one. that. Yeah, yeah, Formula One, Drive to Survive, I think it's what the, the actual formal title of the show is. Definite must-watch. You got to check it out. It's phenomenal. And uh, you don't have to know anything about it because they'll teach you everything about it. Mm-hmm. And it is cool. It is just a cool show. I got into You'll it. You'll start learning, and you won't even realize it. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. Because uh, that's what happened to me. What's that? Yeah. That is fun and educational. Yeah, bro, I'm telling yeah. you, it's, it's, it's a must-watch, bro. It's a good time. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so all right, we're not. We didn't bring you on here to talk F one. You know, we're gonna save that for after you watch the show, and then you can join us on the F one or FU report. Um, <laughs> what we're here to talk about is the uh, is is baseball, baby. It's that time, bro. It is yeah, now. It started. Yeah. What's okay? What's the status on the Marlins game right now? Are you watching? Uh. Well, uh, we are definitely winning. Today. Okay, we're, we're winning game two. Yeah, we we started off really bad though because uh, I don't know if you know, but Jesus Sanchez went on the IL and oh for undisclosed reasons, and that uh, leads people to believe that it's COVID. because of COVID. Great. It's nowhere near so far as bad as the outbreak that the Yankees are having. That includes at least six players now, including Aaron Judge. But so, they brought so out. You're Aaron's- telling me that Aaron, big ass Aaron Judge, has still not gotten vaccinated. I don't know if he's gotten vaccinated, but he is one of the six Yankees players that tested positive, according to ESPN's Jeff Passan. Damn, yeah. dude. I don't understand, man. Like, 
I get I get everybody is entitled to to whatever it is, you know, to feel how they feel about these vaccines and everything, but you can walk up to any CVS now and just get it. You know what I mean? It's not like there's a shortage of it, and that's yeah. the frustrating part that at this point, this far into the game, man, like you're just doing yourself more harm, man. Like if you're not out there taking care of yourself. So hopefully everybody's all right. Hopefully nobody gets, you know, seriously uh seriously hurt sick or you know even worse uh hopefully they come back from this so the yankees uh that's why they had to cancel yesterday's game but they're playing today right they are playing today last i checked uh, yankees red sox big rivalry uh bigger rivalry marlins and phillies right is that what we're playing yeah yeah the double header is marlins and phillies and let me <laughs> tell you man we started off pretty bad i mean so like i said they Jesus lost first Sanchez game, right? on IO, and we lost to Matt Moore. Wow, he's the pitcher <laughs> whose ERA is higher than five, <laughs> and he looked like an all-star pretty much pitching against us. So we lost the first game five to two. We're winning now seven to nothing, and it looks like we're going to win. Uh, knock on wood, we're three outs away from winning. Okay, hopefully the bullpen does not implode. But between that demoralizing loss, so to speak. And Jesus Sanchez heading to the IO. It's not. It hasn't been a really good start to the second half. No. So far, no. it looks like uh, we're still going to go into sell mode. All all hints are pointing that way. Okay. So if there's a particular Marlins player that you're enjoying right now, savor them tightly because uh, <laughs> savor it. I mean, I'll tell you this right now. In today's game, the one that's going on right now. Yeah. We're winning seven to nothing. And there's two players that have made up almost all of our hits and all of our runs. Starling Marte. Duvall. And Aguilar. Aguilar. <laughs> and those, are, <laughs> and those are two of the guys. That I think Aguilar, Duvall, and Marte are all gone. Miggy Rose probably going to be gone, too. They're, they're going to gut this team, bro. Too. They're going to gut this Gabby, team. Gabby, who, who do you think is safe, though? Who do the Marlins want to keep? That they want to keep? Yeah, who's safe? I honestly think that despite all the chatter, I think Miguel Rojas is going to stay. Mm-hmm. But with that said, it's it could be Cooper. It could be Aguilar. It could be Marte. Most likely Marte. Like, I feel like he's the most likely. Duvall could be gone too. All I know is, is that don't make any bets on the outfield because they're, they're the more likely folks to be gone. But if I had to pick someone to feel comfortable with that they'll stay, it's Miguel Rojas. I mean, he's uh-huh. been here even before the new management came. Yeah, He's one of the faces of the Marlins. When you think of the Marlins, he's probably one of the first names to come to mind. He's the oldest uh, tenured Marlin, no? He, I believe so. And if they move him, it will cause quite a big a, bit of a backlash. I think mm. that the top two moves that will be the most unpopular will be moving Marte and if they move Miguel Rojas. To be fair, though, I mean, who's going to be upset? Like, nobody goes to the games. I'm tr- I'm not trying to be that guy. Nobody goes again. People are going to the games. But really, if, yeah. the, if the Marlins get rid of a Miguel Rojas or a Marte, it's going to be a story here for, like, half a day. You know what I mean? Piss it's going to piss off gonna, a couple of thousand people. They're going to piss off a few people. <laughs> no, we'll talk about it briefly. City. Yeah, we'll talk about it briefly on the show. Local radio will, will mention it, might have a segment devoted to it, but... They're not moving the needle. You know what I mean? In this town, yeah. nobody cares. It's it's going to be a bigger story wherever they end up than them leaving here. You get what I'm saying? So wherever it is that they end up, uh, I think. You got to keep Jazz, though. 
Got to keep Jazz. I think no, Jazz, Jazz, is, Jazz is going to stay. Like, I, I haven't heard anything about that. And to be honest, they love him so much that, like I said in the previous article that I wrote of assessing the Marlins, they're going to entertain any and all options because it never hurts to listen. But you can pretty much tell who's hands off. Yeah. The pitching core is going to exactly. stay Jazz. They're not going to yeah. give up. In fact, they are likely to move Rojas for Jazz to move over to shortstop. Because remember, that's his natural position. He's playing yep. second base right now. Mm. And Isan Diaz could always come over to second or another player. So yeah. the pieces are in place to make these quick uh, adjustments. Because there's a lot of rookies and prospects waiting in the wings. Yep. Jesus yeah. Sanchez as well. And we traded Corey Dickerson to make room for San- uh, Jesus Sanchez. The only thing is, is that right now he is out for an – uh, unknown amount of time for an undisclosed reason. So, you know. Not wearing his mask. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. But it's got all the hallmarks that he, he has COVID. They haven't confirmed anything. So for now, we're just going to wait and see. But the usually when a player goes on IL, they say why. Yeah. Unless it's COVID. Because with COVID, that's already, it's like it's, privacy. Yeah. And there's also a different yeah. uh, IL for COVID too. They, it's, uh, it's, it's not like a fixed one, like you know the the regular IL where you got to do your ten days, and uh, and then that's another that's another thing. It's not fixed. That's that's what leads many people to believe that it's COVID because, yeah. like you said, usually IL has fixed amount of days, and COVID does not. Yeah, and he doesn't have a, a return date right now, so that's what everyone's saying. And in response to this, they have Isan Diaz and and your boy Lewis Brinson prepped and ready to go in case there's more outbreaks. Or, so, or someone else gets sick or injured. Oh, boy. God. Lewis Brinson. Oh, come Lewis, on, man. You love Lewis Brinson. Hello, darkness, my old friend. That guy, bro. I've come to talk with you I don't you want again. anything to do with that dude, bro. He's just <laughs> nice guy, bro. Nice guy. But just why is he still being tossed around? Now it's just abuse. It, I, I really think it's like uh, mental abuse that we're doing to him. Like, we're, we're he's... He's got what do you got that Stockholm syndrome, you know, where you start falling in love with your abuser? I think that's what he has. Like he's just so beat up by Marlins, just you know, tormenting him for years that uh, you know, he's just this guy is just oh god, I feel bad for him. Um I think you're right. I think uh the young guys like a jazz and and some of the other guys, there's no reason to trade them, there's no reason to get anything for them because you don't pay them anything, so you got complete control. The guys that have talent and you want to keep that I think are untouchable. I think you're right. It's the pitching staff, your Sandys, your Pablos, your Trevors, and uh, well, the Sandy two. Sandy stunk it up today, no? Huh? Sandman oh. stunk it up today. So did Sandy pitch game one? Yeah. Uh, Sandy did pitch game one, but they lost five to two. So wait, so, you mean to tell me? You mean to tell me? Okay, you mean to tell me that the, the, the damn Philadelphia Phillies had a week off and they threw out, after everybody's rested, they threw out a guy who used to be the backup quarterback of the Miami <laughs> Dolphins who's got an ERA over five as the guy who's supposed to lead them in the start of the second half of the season against the Marlins with their ace, Sandy Alcantara. And this is what we get, a 5-2 loss? 5-2 well, that's bad. That's five bad. And Sandy just didn't have a, a... – he didn't have that dominating outing that we're used to. He lasted three innings, gave up five runs, three of them earned, Oof. and only had three strikeouts. So you can blame the offense, but Sandy wasn't exactly lights out either. 
Yeah. So he's yeah. five and nine now. His ERA is still fine, three twenty three. Yeah. But yeah, Not it's a, a bunch of things. Like I said in in the article, it's injuries, it's inconsistency all around. Mm-hmm. The bullpen looks shaky. The offense is anemic, and this puts pressure on the starting pitching, forcing them to be, you know, I got to pitch perfect, I got to pitch stellar, and you know, I'm pretty sure mentally that takes a toll on the team. Yeah, they have to pitch. If you give up more than two runs, the game's already over. And that's a lot of yeah. pressure on a starting pitcher. They still have to do a good job anyway. That's why when you ask them these questions, they say, no, we have to do a good job anyway. But it's that added, knowing that your offense is not as good as you would like them to be, that your margin of error is that much more smaller. Okay. I think I just got the alert here. Marlins, seven, Phillies, zero. All right, so we got to win. We're back even squared here. Um, all right, so let's recap here, Gabe. Nice. You're you're telling me you haven't seen anything here to make you feel otherwise or contrary to how you feel, which is you think the Marlins are going to be sellers. And nothing's changed. There's, nothing's they're going to be sellers. Okay, so they're the going to be sellers. Is who's going to remain after everything said and done? Okay, nothing's changed. Not even your your all time Marlins list. Oh, <laughs> let, let, let me clarify. And I'm going to double down right now. Ichiro Suzuki <laughs> will still be on that list. He will remain on that list. And there is nothing you can say or do to change my mind. You can throw me in the pit right now, and he's still going to be there. Which reminds me, didn't you or someone else here have Jeff Conine outside of that list? Uh, not me. You in the pit. Oh, no! I think, right. I think it was Dennis. I think Somebody... it was Dennis. Dennis had and think Gus... Uh... I don't remember my list. Yeah, I doesn't even have a list. I want to ask you, all right, so you got this love affair for Ichiro as a Marlin. Is it strictly a Japanese thing, like you were fascinated by the story, or was there something that Ichiro did that other guys didn't do that you were like, okay, I'm a fan? It it was a lot of things. It it was uh, his personality, the way that he stepped into the batter's box, his story. So the swag a little bit. Gabby's, yeah, Gabby's the polar opposite of Stephen A. That's what it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Gabriel Garcia over here is definitely not Stephen A. Smith. Uh, let me ask you, now that we're talking about, you know, Stephen A. here, what are your thoughts on Shohei Otani? Are you is uh, is there any, you know, similar similarities there between you between Otani and, and Ichiro that make you go, oh, this could be my next Ichiro? Like, is, well, is this uh I have big respect for Ichiro Suzuki. Okay. But while Ichiro can hit, not necessarily for power, but he can hit like Otani, he definitely can't pitch like Otani. Everybody it's remembers insane. when he went in to, uh, for relief against the Phillies, and yeah. they just did that to, you know, so he, he's mm-hmm. able to pitch because he's pitched before in his career. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, man, Otani is a once in a lifetime player. He's a two way player that can pitch, that can hit. You tell him to do anything, and he'll do it. Let me tell I mean, you. It's incredible. Oh, he's I, phenomenal. I'm still shocked over it, that we have that kind of player that left everything behind in his country to come play for Major League Baseball. He left every. He doesn't dominate the language. He just came here to play the game that he loves. Mm-hmm. And he's, to be honest, if I think Major League Baseball, I'm actually kind of proud that the first face that I think of it's not the usual, you know, all-American or guy from the Dominican Republic or Cuban player. It's now a Japanese individual, uh, mm-hmm. a gentleman, 
that is probably going to be, if this keeps up, a Hall of Famer. I don't. I'm pretty sure someone's already saying, "No, he's a Hall of Famer," or we have to wait. No, no, Hall of Famer, let's pump the brakes. He's, what he's doing yeah. is unprecedented, you know. And we're going to enjoy every second of it. Like but, I said, if it keeps up, it's it's Hall of Fame material. But that's, but you're that's the but, thing. Exactly. but you're right. You look across baseball right now. You're seeing Shohei Otani. You're seeing uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. You're seeing Vladdy Guerrero Jr. You're seeing guys home run tonight. Yeah, who's 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 on? Who, who, if he's raking it, he has a chance to get a triple crown. You know what I mean? He's just a couple home runs because he's hitting for average and he's got the RBIs. Otani's got the the homers, but he doesn't have the average. Um, you got such a multicultural face of baseball right now. It's beautiful. The All Star Game was was you know really showed that off, and you really got to see. And it proved that Stephen A. Smith is a complete sapingo and doesn't know anything of what he's talking about um, when it comes yeah. to this kind of stuff. And I have no. That guy, just screw him. But listen, I want to ask you, uh, with Otani, they were actually talking about, this is how much this guy doesn't know anything, uh, the the non-face of baseball, Shohei Otani, his All-Star Game jersey is being up for auction right now, and it's up over $111,000 that they want, that it's, uh, it's the bids are at. Mm-hmm. You know what the second-place jersey is? I think What's it's um, jersey? I think it's Fernando Tatis or Vladdy, and it's, it's something like, Three thousand dollars. Their 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 bids are at for that one. I thought it was like six thousand or something like that. But something. Still. It's in the single digit yeah. thousands. You know what I mean? And this guy's up over into six figures already. So again, it, oh, it was twenty five hundred. Twenty five hundred. There you go. Not yeah, golf man. Go. So even less. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I heard. I was listening to the radio uh, going up before the All Star game, and I didn't mention this on Tuesday. I forgot. But I was listening to John Smoltz, who was actually doing the call for the game on the all-star game and they were asking him like hey what do you you know obviously the talk was Shohei and everything and i want to know what you think here gabriel uh he was saying that if otani this is coming from john smoltz a cy young winner hall of the fame pitcher john smoltz. The like, john smoltz. Like, we don't we don't have to go into it we just say yeah. he john smoltz he's got the resume he knows and he's like look there is an immense amount of pressure to be a pitcher to be a successful pitcher to there's so much work that goes into it and he's and he said that Otani's only giving it twenty percent because he's only pitching every five days. You know what I mean? So yeah. the rest of the time he's focusing on hitting. That he doesn't even have time to really hone in on his craft. With that being said, he said that if Otani were to just focus on pitching, exclusively on pitching, right? He would be one of the best pitchers, if not the best pitcher in baseball right now. That's how good his stuff is. His mechanics and everything is that if he were to focus just exclusively on pitching, he would be dominant. You know what I mean? And it's, uh, uh, but he doesn't. That's the whole thing. It's part of his contract that he gets to be a two-way player and he gets to do all this stuff. But it's phenomenal coming from a guy like John Smoltz to say something like that. That if he were mm-hmm. to just stop hitting, he would be, you know, the best pitcher. And yeah, he's not going to stop hitting because he's. Breaking. Of course not. I mean, he he's still good enough as a pitcher to get the job done, mm-hmm. and he gets to contribute. On the other side of the plate, come on, like yeah, yeah. Like, like, all you gotta think of is how many pitchers do you know of that are able yeah. to hit consistently? None, none. It's none. not supposed to be. It's not, not supposed to be at all. That, in fact, it's the reason why right now we want the DH in the National League. Of course, so the pitcher yeah. doesn't have to grab a bat, so the pitcher just focuses on pitching on the mound. So what he's doing right now, like I said, in my opinion, it's once in a lifetime. The only other person that I've seen uh, that is a two-way player 
from my own coverage is FIU's Logan Alley. He was okay. on. He, mm. he played first base and he also pitched, and he was the team's ace. And I still remember in the beginning of the season in 2019, I believe, or 20. Actually, yeah, 2019 or 2020. I think it was uh, 2019. No, 2020 season was canceled, no? No, but they played a few games. They played oh, about okay. 14 games around there. Okay. But oh, okay. in their in in the beginning of the season, when he went out to pitch, he had over 100 scouts watching him. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Especially if, uh, not only because for an FIU player, but that was amazing, period. Yeah, no, the kids. That's why talent. I have a great appreciation for Otani because even though, you know, Logan Allen – is a two-way player and and he's not like that kind of player. You have to appreciate the ability of a pitcher to help his own cause by getting on base. Because a lot of times the pitchers will free out. They'll of course, of course, they'll just stand there and if they're lucky, the other pitcher is going to raise their pitch count because they threw two or three balls. But outside of that. Man, yeah, it's an easy out. You're not supposed to be a threat. Cause that Logan Allen did the same thing when he was at FIU. You have to respect that in the pitcher. Like, right? hold on, hold on, hold on a second. Look, Logan Allen's a great guy. He's a nice guy. We talked to him, covered him. He's up in yeah. I think Cleveland or wherever he is now. Um, I, I don't know what team is he. He got drafted by was it the Indians? I believe. I don't know. That's the one that came up to mind. Anyway, um, but he was in college, okay. And Mark McGuire was also a pitcher in college, and you know what ended up happening there. So in college, he went to go play basketball. In like college, you know, it's different. It's a different beast in college. I'm not going to give him the, the the same props or put him in the same pedestal here. No, I will he's say not this. on the same pedestal. You have to appreciate. I mean, appreciate, appreciate, the but the level of competition and the pressure, no the level that they're in. Yeah, but I'm. I feel like comparing it or or, or making that assumption is almost a little disrespectful to Otani here. <laughs> I want to respect Otani what he's doing. I think what Otani's doing on a day in and day. Uh, day in and day out basis is actually probably like what Bo Jackson did, you know, or Deion Sanders. We're talking playing two sports, but they were doing it at different times of the year. He's doing it every night, you know, and in some games he's doing them both at the same time. You know what I mean? That to me is bananas. The fact that this guy has to go in there, train like a hitter and train like a pitcher, which is two different mindsets, two different creatures, two different, uh, it, it just protocols, everything. It's it's amazing. And you know what? If you're listening, if you're watching, whatever it is, man, do yourself a favor. Just sit back and enjoy the rest of the season, man. And just, just it is, it is what it is. We don't know what's gonna happen. Eventually, mm-hmm. I think at one point the Angels are gonna be like, look, bro, uh, we can't lose your bat because you blew out your elbow, or you got injured pitching, you know, or we can't lose your pitching because you know you injured yourself running the bases, something like that. At some mm-hmm. point, something's gonna give, and they're gonna have to say, hey, look, we need you at one thing. Just to maximize, you know, availability, and yeah. I, I hope that doesn't happen. I hope that happens years from now because I want to keep watching this, man. This is just too much fun and he, way too cool. Is he leading the MVP race right now? Oh, he's the MVP. He's the MVP. Him and him and what if, if Vladdy can pull off or continue? Here's the thing with Vladdy. He's been tearing it up and he's phenomenal. And but the thing is, Otani's in the same you know league with the both of them in the AL. That's uh, the thing. Like for for any hitter. To out to to get the MVP, he's gonna have to like really dominate over Otani because Otani is also contributing as a pitcher. So yeah, they'll they'll, they'll get the points here. If Vladdy comes through with this, uh, continues the thing is Vladdy's. I don't have his numbers in front of me, but he is tearing it up. He is mm-hmm. 
His average is up there, RBIs, home runs. He's only a couple behind. If he keeps up with them and, and he comes close to threatening for that triple crown, it's going to be a race to who stays healthy you know, longer into the season. You know what I mean? But yeah. both of them are worthy of it. I think what Otani did having the opportunity to start the All-Star game as a pitcher and bat leadoff, I think that's almost like a, an MVP in itself already for him. You know what I mean? That's just something that will never be duplicated again. I don't know. Very unlikely. But just sit back and enjoy it, man. If that's if those two guys are battling to the end of the season for the MVP, it's going to be a, a great season, and it's going to be a great finish. Yeah. We haven't seen this kind of competition since uh, Mark McGuire Sammy Sosa, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, man. Yeah, it could be. It could be like that. You know what I'm saying? It's something to watch, man. Uh, it'll be a whole lot of fun. But all right. I think we just uh, – I think we're we're at that moment, huh? Are we there, Gus? Doing one yeah. of these? Yeah. And everyone goes to the just, pit. Right, before we wrap it up, just one more cool thing about Shohei Otani. Did you see what he did with his uh, with his uh, home run derby prize money? No, I didn't hear about this. What's that? He got 150k for participating in the derby, and he gifted that money to the Angels employees. Oh wow! Nice. Yeah. That is very cool. Take yes. that, Stephen A. Smith. You bum. <laughs> Freaking hate that guy, bro. Ugh, man. Anyway, all when right. I think I like Stephen that. A. Smith. I just click. I just think of clickbait. You just says things incendiary to get uh to get go to get things talking. Because what's that phrase, Edwin? Uh, the unmitigated goal. On Stephen A. Smith. That's my that's, that guy. That's my limited Stephen A. impression right there. Anyway, I'm done with that guy. <laughs> I'm not done with baseball. I'm excited. Uh, yeah. I'm excited for baseball the second half. I'm looking forward to it. I feel like I feel like it's going to be a dark time for Marlins fans in a couple of weeks here when we get to this trade deadline. I think it's going to be the the, the few that we have are going to be disappointed once again. Mm-hmm. And we'll see. Hopefully maybe maybe this is the off season where we finally, you know, start doing those changes and you know, but if we ask Achilles, he'll tell you, "Bro, what else are they going to do, bro?" you know, so Good thing he's not here. Well, he does have a point. If, if it ain't working, <laughs> you got to make some fixes. Anyway.